And welcome to another episode of Pacing in the Jam. Ah, damn, we're off. We're going to get that timing down. I got to come in later. I always feel like I'm coming in early. That's what she said, but... One of these times, we got this. (laughs) Jam, start us off. What we got for the tank of the week? I am glad you asked. Our tank of the week represents our first two-time, two-time champion, Nick Rubino. It's the too legit, too quick tank. Uh, this this tank actually started as a shirt with sleeves that I had to cut off for this purpose because we're not doing T-shirt of the week, we're doing tank of the week. Uh, so too legit to quit, Mr. Nick Rubino. Big shout out to him. Uh, almost two weeks in a row, but two out of the four pods we've done this, he's got it. That's a fifty percent. 50% clip. I mean, it, it, it's really amazing. Speaking, he deserves to be talking about this. Speaking of percentages, what percentage of your tank started off as t-shirts? Um, well, <laughs> It's probably a better question of what percentage of t-shirts are going to end up or have already been tanks because I have very few t-shirts with actual sleeves and more just tanks. So, yeah, it's a, it, it, it's a pretty solid ratio on, on, on the tank side. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, well, the tank of the week will still be picked, uh, featured on the the podcast episode page. I know Dempsey didn't want to see it, but sorry, it's it's still getting yeah. posted. I'm gonna try not to pee my pants this time when when posting it. Uh, and we're also brought this podcast is also also brought to you by Strat Daddies. Strat Daddies, makers of perfect softball pitches, delicious chicken parmesan, a cute kid, great hair, and the best dad jokes money can buy. So come on down to Strat Daddy's up in uh, wherever wherever you live, um, somewhere north of the city. You know, you guys know how to get there. Whatever. Uh, come down, come on down to Strat Daddy's for good times, great friendship, and laughs for days. Shout out to Streezy Season, Strat Daddy's, where it's always Streezy Season. Shit, I should have said that the first time. <laughs> Streezy Season. That's what that's what twenty five cent donation to the podcast gets you. You get an ad read, everyone. Um, <laughs> hope it's contagious. I feel like I I might start doing a um, a beer of the week to rival your tank of the week segment. So like every week I just talk yeah, about what it. beer I'm drinking this week. So I'm gonna start that right now. This week we have Coors Light, a light brewed lager, fresh from the Rockies. Um, <laughs> this segment might might not work. That's so probably what it's gonna be every week. It's only gonna be Coors Lights. <laughs> uh, all right. That's enough for the introduction and housekeeping. Let's get into our week four recap. Oh, shit. Uh, Hennessy, if you're listening, I need you to call me within the next ten minutes. Um, uh, Chris Carson is not... I just got a notification from ESPN. is listed as doubtful for tonight's game. He's currently starting in our lineup. Um, and I got the I, I got the scoreboard up from last week. So if you can put um, any literally anybody else in, that would be awesome. Uh, hopefully that works out for us. Yeah, you you definitely don't have time to do it yourself right now. So no, no, that's impossible. I'm, I'm prioritizing. <laughs> uh, but you guys played butt cheese gaggle squeeze last night. Last night, we last sure week. did. Um, yeah, w- you know, whenever it happened, uh, it was this was this was the nothing burger game of the week. Um, we both scored under 100 points. Uh, but um, speaking of great dad jokes, we had the Kim Kardashian game of the week. Uh, great comeback. I heard she had come on her back. Strat with that in the in the Snapchat thread. Shout out to that and the greatest blooper in uh, in movie television history. Andy Dwyer, love that. Hate to, um, Hennessy and I talked. You hate to win a close game to to, to Pat. You know, 
you just you just really want to get past stuff. But we'll take we'll take a win when we can get a win. Uh, speaking of streezy season, it was almost streezy season this week on the podcast because he made a very strong showing to uh, to get high score of the week. Unfortunately, as we'll get to later, that didn't happen. Still whooped on uh, whooped on Gianni, who's currently looking to next season. Still uh, one twenty four to ninety six. Um, and then in the everyone's favorite defense of the anus bowl, it was actually a good one this week. Uh, it came down to just zero point six points. I think that math is that math's probably right. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, Ty. First loss of the year. Um, Dempsey, is this redemption for for draft night? I know hashtag still forgiven, but just saying, maybe maybe uh, maybe karma karma came through. Um, and then we had penetration potion versus the crummy carpies, and I really just wanted to do this, Debo. Whoa, there's a Lido Shuffle song that like very few people know, but I've been waiting to do that with Debo Samuel. I'm sure it's been done so many times, but that dude scored a ton of points for Jime uh, against the Crummy Carpies. They probably had a different name last week, but I don't remember what it was, and that's what the current scoreboard says now. Um, and then the uh, the Papa Krebs Cobb and Clobbers versus Honestly, What's the Point? Literally, Joe keeps living up to that name. He refuses to show up every week, kind of like Johnny and Picks. He's, <laughs> I think he's Joe. Joe is just uh, Joe gets lost doing his hair and doing uh, doing skincare routines every Sunday morning, so he can't be bothered by anything else besides Justin Field, Fields' hopes and dreams um, and trying to get Nagy out of there. But shout out to AG, uh, really, really playing a good season with somehow Jalen Hurts. Uh, as, his, as his quarterback, pretty good for you. How do you, AG? He's playing a good season, isn't he? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but that brings us to our high score of the week. Uh, Nick Rubino outscored Nick Symes 130.62 to Ooh. 102.84. Uh, that was Symes and his band of rock and roll misfits. Couldn't quite hang with uh, with King Bino and commit, committing genocide. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Bino obviously just riding, riding King Henry. He let Joe Burrow shine. Just get him, get get King Henry the rock. Um, and then Buffalo's D uh, for him was his highest score um, with 21 points. So just don't let the. Uh, I had a Deshaun Jackson joke in there about don't let the D score or don't let the D win, but th- that failed. So don't worry about that. Pretend that was funny. Good job, Bino. Really proud of you. Uh, signs better luck next week. Maybe maybe you'll get on the pod, but probably not. Beano's really really good. Uh, great work, Beans. It was a good week. Um, to finish recapping week four, uh, just on a non fantasy level, what happened to your Vikes? What happened to my Vikes? It's just embarrassing. Um, I think maybe it's because I didn't get drunk enough on Sunday. Was the was the problem? That always leads to it. Um, still went by myself to the area in front of U.S. Bank. This time there wasn't a concert. No Rusty Lynch like this week? People, people playing bags and me just walk. This time you, you, you could bring your own beers in, so I just did that and walked around. But you were by yourself again? Obviously, yes. <laughs> nice. we got to get Raj or Jack to move back to your strat, to move back to your building. I'm starting to Somebody. worry about you. Um, How about them Cowboys, though? Man... I tell you what, I I hate hyperbole, Uh-oh. but this team's going to the ship. We go to the Super Bowl, bro. Oh yeah. Did you know after the uh, the the game week one when we lost by two in Tampa? Yeah. 
Dak told everyone, you know, when they go out on the field and they're high fiving and stuff. Dak apparently was telling like Tom and all the Tampa players, like, "We'll see you again. We'll see you again." Yeah, this yes. team's going places. I love all it. All right, Dak. We're getting rid of our we're trash. Like, cut Jalen Smith. The Packers pick up our trash. I fucking love it. Oh, can't wait. Fucking love um, it. Yeah, we'll probably lose they're to the, the probably lose to the Giants this week. And Dak will. It's week five. That's when he snapped his leg last year. So. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Hoping to get through that. Uh, let's move on to the week five preview. We got some uh, good feedback from our boy Dempsey last week and others that they liked when Jam tried to make up on the spot names for the matchups. So I'm going to rejammer the matchups one by one. He's going to try to make up what that matchup should be called. So fantasy, you want to be drink league? Week five, first matchup, Dorotter Thralled versus Stree's Nuts. Three and one Dorotter Thralled, three and one Stree's Nuts. Mmm, fresh nuts. <laughs> the mmm, fresh nuts bowl. I love it. Uh, another really good matchup. Both teams 3-1. and one. What will be my rad team name versus Fart Box Crybaby? Oh, God. <laughs> All right, this, this, this is... Um... This is this this is only sound effects. So I want you to picture Carl from um, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and then me doing this. So that's the guitar, and then guitar. Boom! <laughs> it's just noises in that ball. <laughs> is Jen in the next room? Is she home? No. Oh, thank God. <laughs> she, I'm just picturing her sitting in the living room watching fucking, like, uh, Survivor and being like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> what are they doing? Um, I'm glad we don't have to type that one out. Uh, I should have taken a screenshot. Dempsey wanted a picture of what Fartbox Crybaby Jam impression oh, yeah. looks like. Um, you have to send one to the group. All right. Uh, <laughs> next matchup. The 3 and one Squirrels, yourself, versus Looking to Delvin, 0-4 PD. Wow. Uh, I mean, like former Georgia residence bowl or uh that's not very that's not good um no one that's 100 percent. no that i mean I, I put a lot of effort into the into that, into that last one <laughs> amount of oxygen uh, yeah <laughs> um wait, wait wait uh no the, no the only thing i had is like like the the like the johnny prospector redemption tour bowl i don't know I don't know we're gonna win. So, th- oh, the um, the uh, the 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 um, we peaked in high school bowl. Why is there a Trojan so five? <laughs> so the only thing I could come up with was the quiet please squirrels instead of the blind squirrels. Oh, the nice. That's good. Not really, but anyway. Oh man, what a horrible game. This is in the if we're if this was the Bill Simmons podcast this would be the barely watchables or the, the what's he called the poop bowl poop fecta one in three butt cheese gaggle squeeze versus one in three crummy carpies the crummy carpies one in three with the biggest advantage in all of fantasy history one in three wow 
in fantasy history. <laughs> Those twenty-five auction dollars. Oof. That's that's gotta hurt. There's still spit on my screen from that last one. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I can literally. It's on, on your camera. camera too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like you jizzed on your camera. <laughs> uh, the amphetamine assassins bowl. Oh, that's good. I like that. Honestly, what is the point? 0-4 Fibretto versus Jimes mm-hmm. Penetration Potion Squad, who are 2-2. Two and two. Um, the, the always good for a same bowl. That's a good one. That's actually very accurate. I like that one. Yep. How do you guys do so much stuff? <laughs> My same is same in the exact sense that I'm always doing the same thing, which is just sitting at home <laughs> drinking a Coors Light. <laughs> right, right. Jimes could be in any country in the world, a.k.a. Disney World. I love it. Uh, and last but not least, Papa Krebs is Cobden Clobbers versus Committing Genocide. Two and two versus three and one there. Well, this is a big one. Um, the, like, something about the loudest team we have versus the softest team we have, like Bino and AG in there. Uh, both like golf. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, track me... Um, the golf simulation station bowl. That's stupid. Sorry, guys. I'll get you next week. That was pretty bad. If you can't win them all, not bad. That was pretty good. I feel like I feel like you batted like eighty percent there. That's good. All right, I'll take that. (laughs) We like it. And for the record, everyone, I asked Jammer if he wanted to prep for them, and he said no. I would rather do it off the head. It's funnier, and I can't (laughs) help but agree. All right, that's it for the the week four recap and week five preview. Uh, we're going to take a little break here for the lucky listener of the week. So if y'all remember, we're going to spin a wheel. It is going to pick one member from the league. Jam's going to guess a number 1 through 10. I'm going to yep. have the smart speaker guess a number 1 through 10. If they match, you win $10. Yep. Although I was thinking about this, and if someone does win, we have to make them Venmo request us with like a keyword that we think of so we know that they were actually <laughs> listening. Yes. Instead of just sending them $10. Right, they got to earn it. Because the whole thing is, you know, let's incentivize listenership. We're, yeah, we're, listenership. Trying to, we're trying to expand the expand the base, the audience. It's ever-expanding, my man. All right, I'm going to spin the wheel. Here we go. Last week was Dempsey. This week... Big money, big money, big money, big money, which is literally any of you. $10, $10, $10. Hennessy! Hennessy! Hennessy is tight as fuck. I don't want to wake him up. Barf, nap, shower, What? All right, <laughs> Hennessy, you're up to the plate, Jammer. Pick a number one through ten. Give him the three. Three's the tightest number. Hennessy's three. the tightest kid we know. All right, here we go. Hey, Google, pick a number one through ten. Three. Oh! <laughs> it fucking did! <laughs> now I just think that the Google thing is listening to me, and that's why it happened, and now I'm just fucking creeped out. That's like a god dang it. The birds are listening. They're drones. Oh no, no, they're right outside your window too. I can't believe that hit on the second week. I thought, <laughs> damn it. We thought that. I definitely thought we'd never. No one would ever win. I didn't really think so either. All right, what's the keyword that he has to Venmo request us with? He has to type out what the the ball between Simes and Tyler is. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um, no, don't make him do that. No. <laughs> Venmo request me. I'll pay. I'll pay this one, Jammer. You can have the next one. 
right, uh, Venmo requests me $10 and use the the key code. Should have kept Wiggins. <laughs> oh, the NBA is so back. Um, wow, congrats. I did, that God was exciting. <laughs> I can't believe that this worked. <laughs> I'm going to... I don't know. I'm going to ask the speaker first next time and ask you to match it because I don't trust it. <laughs> but I won't let you hear it or something. I don't know. Anyway, congrats wait, wait, to Hennessy. Ask the speaker and then I, I have to plug my... <laughs> yeah. I trust you more this than I trust it. <laughs> All right. Congrats to Henno. That's another rendition of the Lucky Listener of the Week. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's batting 50% right now, everyone. Tell, tell people to listen to the pod. Get paid. <laughs> If they if they if they, if they give a quarter, you can get an ad read. Also, if a, if a person listens to this pod and gives us a fifty cents, then they get to be added to the lucky listener of the week. Oh, those outside of the the podcast yeah. or the league. Yeah. I like it. All right, on to the next segment, the new the renamed segment from last week. Shit happens. We drink. Still what do you a got, great Jamie? name. What do you got? Uh, all right. Dempsey's top nine. I feel like we've hit this a lot, but uh, Dems, keep those coming. We do read all of your stuff. Uh, we like we're, we're not that Hollywood yet, where we don't read our fan. We don't read our fan mail, uh, but we're we're still there. So yeah, keep keep the comments coming. We love it. The top nine at nine. I love it. Uh, top nine at nine, baby. The at nine isn't really applicable, but it sounds good. No, I think it. it well, last week I think it was six or seven, and there was seven, and then this week it's nine. So, Joe, just just Joe's thoughts. I love it. It's fluid. I agree with him. That yeah. the beer opening pouring transition sound is horrible, <laughs> and it definitely yeah. sounds like someone opens a beer and then pisses into a toilet or a cup, <laughs> and it's really long. Is what bugs me the most. Every time right. I hear it, I'm like, okay, just get over with. Uh, but you know, it's what we can afford. It was free. What else you got? Next thing, uh, pumpkin stuff. This is the time of the year when every girl turns into pumpkin girl. This this did not happen, like not in the Cinderella sense, where she was beautiful and then she turned into she's still. I mean, she was still pretty, but then she just lost all her good clothes and like the, whatever. Fuck that. Every girl turns into a pumpkin loving girl. We went to Trader Joe's yesterday, um, or whenever we went grocery shopping, and Jen bought. At least six, seven things of pumpkin stuff. She's never, she didn't, I didn't know she liked pumpkin, but like this, the, now fall hits and then we've got us, we've, we've got fall decorations and fucking pumpkin everything. Yeah, they literally have like pumpkin spice socks, which I don't even know what that is. When you say pumpkin girl, I just imagine Tyler saying blumpkin girl. <laughs> oh uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that is annoying. Uh, I was just telling you, I, I wanted a, um, seasonal coffee from starbucks but i refused to get the pumpkin one so i got the apple one pretty good uh and we, we agreed that apple is a far better uh fall flavor than pumpkin don't add us that's right squid game squid game Games? did you watch this no i did not watch it because Bruh. well let me say this and then you can say whatever you're gonna say sorry but i watched the trailer on netflix and it just looked like a hunger games ripoff which itself was a Battle Royale ripoff, which was a 2011 Japanese film that Torque introduced me to, where yep. these kids are sent to an island with an explosive collar, and if they break any of the rules, they blow up, and they have to kill each yep. other. Um, yep. It just looked like another one of those. So I was out, but your thoughts? So the nerds on the internet brought all of that up, and then also that all of this is Lords, Lords, Lord of the Flies ripoff. Oh. Which, you know, um, from the book and then the movie with, with Piggy and then they had the conch shell and shit. 
this one is done really well. It's gripping. It's awesome. The memes are hilarious. And then you get to learn a bunch of these uh, Korean games, which I'd never heard of before. Uh, Dajiki is this sweet thing where you fold up an origami square and then you throw it at your opponents. If you get your opponents to flip, you win. But if you don't, your opponent gets to slap you. So we are definitely playing this game. I already memorized how to fold the paper, so I, but we're, we're, we're playing this. Next time we go to AG's house, when succession starts, and we're going to do the golf simulator all night for Red Zone. AG, again, call us within the next 10 minutes if you don't want us to do this. That sounds like a way better version of the, the triangle football field yes. goal kick game. Yep, yep, way better. Okay. I was reading, it was, it's, it's actually like more extreme pogs. I didn't ever understand how you actually played Pogs. Pongs? Pogs? What's it called? Pogs? Yeah, no ass, just Pogs. Fat-ass yeah. white girls? <laughs> yes. Pogs, yeah. That booty doll. That's amazing. <laughs> Interesting. All right, anyway, well. Watch Squid Game, it's sick. Is it just a movie or is it a series? It's 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 nine episodes an oh. hour long each. You are gonna love it though. That's long. Uh, even though there's they're subtitles, you can watch a dubbed version of it. So like they're speaking English, and they're moving their mouths all funny. Uh, that they're would bug me more. Mouths. I'd rather just read it. Yeah, reading is way better. Um, I didn't mean all funny. They're moving their mouths in their correct language. But you know. I'll tell you what. I'll watch the first episode and see if I get into it. You're gonna uh, like it. Okay. Speaking of yeah, shows and stuff. I saw the prequel t- teaser trailer. For House Ooh. of Dragons, uh, yeah. the prequel to Game of Thrones. Did you watch the little trailer they put out at all? No, talk to me about it. There's not much, but it's set in like 200 years before the events of the show, and it just focuses on the Targaryen family. I'll give it a chance. It's not created or written by D&D. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the people who ruined the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. So I'll give it a chance. I will say, though, I am reading a book by David Benioff right now, City of Thieves. Really fucking good. Captivating. I recommend it. It's kind of making me forgive him. It's called City of Thieves, the book. It's from, it's way before Game of Thrones. Or not way before, but it's from like, I don't know, 2010 or so, probably. It's kind of making me forgive him for butchering the show so bad. Wow, really? This dude was gifted uh, the ball at the goal line. I know. And he was like, you know what? I don't want this. I just fumbled and gave it right to the other team. It, it's so bad. They had the Star Wars thing, and they just wanted to get to that. Game of Thrones should have been like four more seasons. Star Wars also sucked. Well, I don't even think they got to do it. I think they got. I think they got like fired from it because oh, of the backlash the from. Hates them? Yeah, it just basically, no one was going to watch Star Wars if those two were going to be on the project. <laughs> right. So they got removed. And these two dingleberries are running it. Otherwise, the last thing on shit happens. We drink. Speaking of shit happens, we drink the toilet bowl poop discussion on Snapchat today. Uh, I'm pretty much on your side. I'm kind okay. of weirdly in... My thing is, I that happens to me when I poop, and then yeah. I get bothered by it, but I still don't clean it off. I just leave it. <laughs> but I'm always like, ugh, gross. <laughs> right. Unless, someone, right. unless I know like I'm going to have people over, and then I go clean all the toilets and stuff, but... Yeah. Yes. But if but if it's just if it's just you and Jackie or you know it it seems unnecessary. I'm not going to use a toilet bowl cleaner thing to to go in there and clean it. But today after we had our discussion, I I actually went in there with a paper towel on or I mean a toilet paper roll like on my hand and I and I I wiped it off a little bit. So you went the waste the toilet paper route. Okay. 
I, I did go waste toilet paper out. Johnny, uh, you're welcome. Could have just used your hand. But, uh, could have just used my hand. Uh, or Symes. Symes doesn't feel eat food he just feels his body i like beans uh <laughs> lower lower the water and just leave giant turd balls there <laughs> i like science's comment of wash your hands how bad are you at pooping low-key throws in there every place he's seen me poop yeah. like out a window on the deck in a cinder block in a pizza box <laughs> all of these things <laughs> these are my favorite um snapchat conversations because when Jackie comes home from work tonight, she's going to ask, like, how was my day? Anything interesting happened? And I'm going to be like, uh, yeah, me and the guys had, like, a two-hour debate on if you should wipe off your poop smears on the toilet or not. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll be like, how old are you guys? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, speaking of Snapchat, did you see that Facebook and some other social media sites were down this week? Oh, I, I, I might have heard something about that. You mean when the internet blew up about it? <laughs> yeah, apparently the, the kids didn't have anywhere to post their Tic Tacs and their Instagrams. And their Instagrams? What were they supposed to do? <laughs> that was for you, Dempsey. Yeah. Oh, kids these days, I tell you what. All right. That was, that was fucking wild, though. Like, when it, when it was down for... It was only down for five hours. It was or, uh, six, seven hours. Like, 11 a.m. until... 5 p.m. and like the entire world was kind of like huh just paused for a second and twitter was like oh hey y'all want to keep y'all want to keep doing this we're still open yeah i don't i don't really go on facebook or instagram so i didn't really notice except for it was being talked about on twitter which is well that and snapchat i guess but yeah i don't know anyway it's crazy do you have anything left for shit happens we drink Shit keeps happening, we keep drinking. Truth, bro. Uh, when we get back, we'll be back with our guest segment featuring Nick Robino for the second time this year. All right, we'd like to welcome our next guest, our Italian king, the good time daddy with the caddy. He's wine drunk and probably championship bound. He's the best impersonator we know, a college hockey fucking fanatic. Two time, two time. So far, high scorer of the week, Nick Rubino. What's going on, boys? Congrats on setting the record for most high scorer appearances on this prestigious podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, again, you're probably going to need to save some questions for next week. So <laughs> We'll try to space <laughs> yeah, them out. Sure, like, it was like, well, man, we, uh, we asked everything last time, so now, now what do we do? He's, he's too good. You're too good at this game. It's easy, boys. <laughs> you're in the car again? I'm always in the car, yeah. At least at this time of day. I'm driving to hockey practice, yeah. Two hockey. Do you guys ever play games or just have practices? Uh, games are on Fridays and Sundays. What's the record? How's the squad doing? Uh, my U14 team is 5-1. and one, Oh, shit. And my U16 Damn. team is 1-1. One one. That season just started, so. Not bad. Any new training vids posted since last time we talked? Yeah. Uh, we got a power play breakout video posted. That's Ooh. Did uh did you record it like you doing the drill or you doing it? Or um, so uh, the original set of videos that I was posted is like chalk talk videos of myself, me recording myself, uh, a kind of whiteboard doing doing videos on on what yeah. we're doing. The the most recent post I think maybe I said this last time was 
figuring out, and then I uh, I had to figure out how to do a playlist where I could add videos from other people. Yeah. And I did that again in adding a power play breakout video because someone else, a video I saw, they did a much better job explaining it than I do. <laughs> so what um what is the coaching setup? Are you the head coach of both of these teams? Yes. Yes, I am. Holy I am shit. the head coach of both teams. That is very so. impressive. I feel like people don't have time to be a head coach of one team. Or like that's what parents say when I've talked about this head soccer coach and he's like uh, and like half the time is wrangling the parents and shit. So the fact yeah, there's a lot of parent bitching, but what are you gonna do? Not my problem. I picture you. I picture <laughs> you yelling back at the parents. Do you? Uh, you know what? More of my approach is so I have a meeting at the beginning of every season, and in in uh, like the hockey world, they have something called a 24 hour rule, and it's really it actually is like enforced by the league. Like parents can get in trouble if they don't abide by it. They can't come talk to me about the game for 24 hours oh the cool off period period. so (laughs) like in the club people have tried it before and like the club will just report them and then you know the parents can't show up to the next couple games and stuff that's one thing that a high the governing body does pretty good but um so what i tell everyone is after the 24 hours you can text me call me you know email me whatever and if it's like a legitimate concern or you know something's going on i'll I'll engage you in a in a pleasant conversation. If you want to tell me how to coach hockey, I'm just not going to respond. <laughs> That's such a good idea for so, a rule. You know, no, I don't really fight with the parents. Like, I, I'll give them, I'll let them do say whatever, but I just I don't give them any time of day. I don't know. My oh. my the, our hockey director, the guy I've been coaching with, you know, coaching for for a while, trusts me and knows me and thinks I do a good job. So, like, if a parent complains, he usually just tells him, "Well, you know, I believe Nick." So. You know, do what you got to do. <laughs> so, we, I mean, we got a good system in place, but I, I'll let them bitch, and then I, uh, and then I just hang up. That's awesome. I kind of want to. I think I feel like we should implement the twenty-four hour rule into our marriages. Like whenever we piss our wives <laughs> off, they have to wait twenty-four hours to calm down before they can then address it. <laughs> no, well, that would. I love that idea, but. Uh... That would not work for me because do you have any idea how much poo splatter would be in my in the gents' toilet after twenty four hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is the what is the twenty four hour rule start? Because like, you know, is, is it twenty four hours per complaint? Because if it's per complaint, I guess that would work. If it's just like to complain about something, the clock would never stop. Like you'd never get a chance. <laughs> It would just restart, and they'd never. I mean, that maybe that's what we're going for. I don't know. They'd never get a chance to to, to complain. But. That's like gaming the system. I like that. Yes. It's the twenty three hour mark. We're like, fuck! I gotta screw something up here quick. Yeah, fuck this up again. <laughs> uh, Put a dish back in the wrong place. Oh, sorry. You know. Speaking of wives, uh, we wanted to hear some parent corner stories from you, if you have any. Um, yeah. We were going to ask you to do one for each of your kids, but we're already at like almost the six minute mark, and I I know you're going to be on probably two, three, four, five more times this year. So maybe we just yeah, do. Yeah, Derek Henry gets hurt. Yeah. Maybe we just do one kid. Uh, do you have a? You can pick whatever kid you want. Do we go in order? Do we start with Jack? I don't know. We can we can start with Jack. That's fine. Is it a funny story or what kind of story? Anything you want. Um. Well, I this was on my Google photo memory thing the other day. It was a video. It's a pretty funny story. So right around the time I started working from home, I think, or maybe a little bit before that, I don't know. I was working from home, and clearly it was, like, not 
not going well that day. And as Ashley tells it, I'm like throwing papers around my desk, you know, fuck shit, <laughs> cursing, <laughs> cursing my computer at my desk. So like, you know, the next Saturday morning or something, you know, I don't know, Saturday or Sunday morning, we're at home and Ashley hears Jack in the other room and then we kind of sneak in there and start taking video of him and that's the video we were watching. And it's Jack has like, you know, like just random pieces of paper, like coloring book paper or something that he had like gotten out and was spread around the floor. And he just picks one up and goes, ah, fuck, puts it down. Picks up another one, ah, shit, puts it down. (laughs) For like two and a half minutes of Jack just picking up pieces of paper and saying, ah, fuck, ah, shit, ah, fuck, shit. And it is pure gold. He's probably like two and a half three so it's probably a little bit before i was working from home i was probably just doing something from home that day and uh but it's 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 a great great uh parenting lesson on uh how easily they pick everything up that you do uh and mimic it were you proud and he, would, he did it for about another two or three weeks every time he saw a piece of paper <laughs> were you proud or ashamed probably more oh, proud extremely proud yeah, <laughs> yeah extremely proud. <laughs> like Paternity test unnecessary at that point. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, that's my goddamn it was perfect. kid. It was perfect. I mean, was, he's literally just sitting there. He's got, like, a stack of papers on one side. And just like I was moving him from one side of the de- – like, he's sitting on the floor. But moving him from one side of the floor to the other, ah, shit. Ah, and he would, like, look at it. He'd, like, pick it up, look at it, put it down, ah, fuck. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's amazing. So, do you? And then, like literally, every time he saw a piece of paper, then for probably another week or two, <laughs> he would pick it up and say either "ah shit" or "ah fuck." How do you go about? <laughs> how do you go about like unteaching those so that you know it's not a constant thing? You know, so here's here's the kind of thing. I actually talked to another uh, like a a friend's parent. So someone that's a grandparent now was they. I was we were golfing as a group. Um, in this kind of little like tournament thing we do every year with some of the uh, kids I grew up with and their dads and, and uncles and stuff. And uh, one of them was talking about how like he was yelling at his, his kid, my buddy for swearing in the house because then, you know, grandma's babysitting him and he's, you know, he'll swear or whatever. And he thinks it's funny. And, you know, my buddy was like, Oh, I'm constantly telling him not to do that. You know, don't do it. You know, you can't, we can't say those words, but he's like, you know, you don't think about it and then you say it and the kid is totally going to, just right say it if you say it right like you can't you can't say don't say fuck and then say fuck once or twice a day like it's just not gonna work so what we the theory we went with and it's worked pretty well because jack did you know said it a little bit but penelope and charlotte haven't said it at all is we have just like not brought it up Mm. like we'll we'll say it once in a while we try our best to censor ourselves you know or like you know say something else but if we say it, we don't make a big deal about it. We don't say like, oh, sorry, or like, hey, don't say that word. Or if they say it, you know, like when Jack was doing that, we would kind of laugh at it. You know, the first few times, it was too funny not to. Um, <laughs> but after a while, like, just stop laughing at it and making a big deal out of it. And he mm-hmm. hasn't done it in like two years. And then that makes sense because then they don't think it's you know, anything unusual, right? I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, every if you tell them not to say it every time they say it, it's like, you know, don't think about the elephant, and then you think about the elephant, right? It's like, you know, it, you, you, if you're constantly, constantly telling them not to do something, it just makes them want to do it more. <laughs> right. You know, why yeah. did we all sneak out of our houses and get drunk? Because people told us we weren't supposed to. 
<laughs> right. You were, you know, 16 years old. It was like, ah, oh, it's bad for you. Don't do drugs. Well, you keep telling me that. It sounds like something I might want to try. <laughs> when I was when I was like eight, my uncle, we were on our way to um, my great grandma's for Christmas, and my uncle told my dad a blowjob joke. I don't remember the punchline, but it was something about what do you call a midget who gets a blowjob? And then like 10 minutes later, we got to my great grandma's house and I walked in the door and I was like, Grandma, what do you call a midget who gets a blowjob? <laughs> she was just completely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, you're not going to stop your, look, as a, you're not going to not swear or say something funny like that in front of your kid and they are definitely going to repeat it. It's just like, how do you prevent it from being an everyday occurrence? That makes yeah. sense. I, I love your approach. I think that's that that worked, and it seems like it's worked out really well. So nice work. He, he hasn't had a uh, he hasn't been doing that for the you know, last two years. But I don't know. I, someone asked us just like, is that how you do everything with parenting? <laughs> I don't want to say I don't want to say we laissez faire parent, but we do give him like we give him enough rope to hang to hang themselves with. Like they gotta learn. Like you, my brother's a helicopter parent, and his kids are awful. <laughs> what does that mean? He's just constantly like, you know, don't say this, don't say that. He like doesn't uh, let him do stuff like because he's worried they're gonna get hurt. He like I, my uh, niece, my goddaughter, like she'll get like a Barbie as a gift or something, and he takes all the little pieces away because he thinks she's gonna choke on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you know when she's gonna choke on him when she's like ten, when she's never seen a little piece. She doesn't know <laughs> what the fuck to do with it. Yeah, right. I mean, the, actually, the hardest thing to teach kids, and this is kind of weird and inappropriate, but like little kids. They'll, like, take a bath together. They'll see each other naked, and they're like, that looks different. I need to go inspect that. <laughs> and oh, and that's the, like, hardest thing to be like, hey, we don't touch people there at all. <laughs> like, if anyone touches you, like, you got to have, like, this real serious, like, no, no, no. And also, right. if, like, you know, a teacher touches you there, make sure you tell mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a really uncomfortable conversation. That in this day and age needs to happen with like three and four year olds but uh yeah, that yeah. definitely is not fun to do <laughs> <laughs> i can only imagine but the first time like and it always happens because you don't want to give kids like three separate fucking baths that you know like your three and four year old or you know whatever in the bath together and they're like hmm i don't have one of those what is that they have to touch it or try to touch it and, you know, <laughs> uh, we're not going to do that so <laughs> the, the joys of parenting um well thank you for the parent corner we have a we have a rapid fire segment prepared for you i'm just gonna okay. ask you questions just answer off the top yes or no questions or what do we got here no they're they're more elaborate than that oh, okay. first thing all that right. comes to mind type questions they're pretty simple all right. okay all right favorite pizza pepperoni do you fold your pizza Ooh, uh if it's pie cut okay same. Well, okay. Do, do you Chicago, like? I mean, you should know this, Jam. In Chicago, yeah. thin crust pizza is cut in little squares. Yeah. So you right. don't fold the little squares. So if it's pie cut, I'll fold it. If it's little squares, no. Then, okay. Do you actually like the Chicago style deep dish pizza? No, but I like Chicago thin crust squares. Okay. So you don't like the the sauce on top? I mean, Chicken. I'll eat it. I'll eat it, but I'm not like, oh yeah, it's better than what? It, no, it's not better than regular pizza. My it's not really pizza. It's a pie. It's a yeah. cheese pie. <laughs> My thoughts are, you can only have, like, one piece, and then you feel like shit. You know? uh, correct. Correct. Yeah. All right, moving on. What movie do you wish right, you could right. watch again for the first time? Which movie what? What movie do you wish you could watch again for the very first time? Uh, Miracle. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Winthrop, Massachusetts, United States of America. Mike Arruzzioni. It's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. That I watch really it before movie. every trial. Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. It, 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 it's a movie. I, I don't know. Pumps me up. I watch it before every, every big trial. I watched it last week, Thursday, because I had a big trial on Friday. So workers' comp hearing, so I got to do a written proposal due in due two weeks from last Friday, so next Friday. But I'll probably know in like how how it shakes out in like three or four weeks. All right. Hopefully you beat the Ruskies. <laughs> <laughs> are you working at a private firm again, or are you still at a corporate place? No, I'm corporate. I'm in-house counsel for Zurich. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. For Dempsey and Jim, who's your favorite Disney character? Uh, Lightning McQueen. Who? From Cars? Yeah, Lightning McQueen. He's the best. Uh, nice. I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I would have Maybe, I love maybe Maui from Moana. He's pretty sweet, too. The Rock? Because it's, it's The Rock, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Pretty nice. Sweet. Oh, I love this one. If you could be the best, the very best at any sport, what sport would you choose? Oh, ooh. Uh, probably golf. I want, You'd think I'd say hockey, but probably golf because it drives me nuts that I'm not good at it. Golf is also mine. I would want to be the best at boxing, golf, maybe tennis, an individual one, because that like you can prove your dominance there. There's no relying on teammates and shit. Yeah, right. Golf would be like, the best I mean, one. I, I'm obviously like good at hockey, so I, uh, <laughs> but golf is just like I've been trying to figure out golf for like 12 years, and I'm still not good. <laughs> and go- golf is one of those things where like if you're good at golf or the best at golf, every everyone respects you always. Yes. Yes. 100%. And it it works. It, it's it's so it's such a necessary skill to be okay at it. Exactly. To be at least be okay at it. I mean, I've gotten to okay, but not mm-hmm. good. And like, but to be the best would be amazing. I like the individual sport thing. To be How clear, the Hogan clubs work now. Oh man, we went this we went this weekend, and although they're not from this century, <laughs> I still I hit it better than uh, I hit it better than I ever have though. Well, there you go. I can Fair confirm. Enough. The Big Ben Boomstick goes bang. <laughs> Bino, this thing, if you shake it, if you shake it, the club head rattles. There's like BBs yeah. in there. I think oh, it's literally, nice. it's like corked with BBs. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. <laughs> it's like, like picture a maraca and yeah. like that, that's what the club head is. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. What is, what is that sound at impact? <laughs> like what is that Shaking like? BBs. It sounds like BBs hitting a golf ball. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I can so I will say Jammer hit it further than I've ever seen him hit it. Sometimes it went like four holes over, but Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh who is the most famous person you have ever met? Uh Antonin Scalia. Oh wow. Former uh Supreme Court justice. You That's like a good met one. him and shook his hand. Yeah, about a year about a year be- yeah, like a year, two or three years before he died, maybe he was uh, at DePaul Law School at an event that I was at, and yeah, I met, got to say hi with him, shake his hand, stuff like that, stuff like that. Did you meet? That's amazing. Like that dude is going to be in the annals of history. He gave a presentation to like two hundred of us lawyers, and then yeah, and then talked to us. So. Right, that's sweet though. He's like a legitimate historic figure because he sat in on some of the landmark cases of this century, right? Yes, tons Sad. of cases. I mean, obviously, he's a polarizing figure. Yeah, uh, not a lot of people liked him. He was right. he was uh, very much. I mean, all the the right wing nut jobs would love him nowadays if he was still alive and on the court. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, brilliant, brilliant person. Like his the speech he gave and stuff was awesome. But he um, obviously, you know, I think a lot of people would think he was on the wrong side of a lot of those big decisions. But he was involved in a lot of huge decisions in the last, you know, 25, 30 years. Sure. All right, That's last cool. one. We like to end morbid. So, uh, okay, could you kill someone if you knew you'd get away with it? Ooh. Uh, is there a reason for it, or just like because I could get away? Is it because I could get away with it, or if I knew I could get away with it? You knew you would get away with it. So no matter who you kill for whatever reason, you know you're not going to be caught. So if you need to help justify it, you could say, you know, it's that teacher that touched your four-year-old kid, like you were just talking about. Right, that's what I'm to say. Like, yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I had a, if I had a legitimate reason. Yep. Yeah, like you know, if I was one of the parents of like, if I was like Simone Biles' dad, yes. Yes. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I could oh, definitely. Yeah. I think I definitely could. Uh, probably could, even if I knew I was going to get caught in that <laughs> setting. Um, but I would, I guess never just because I could, I mean, I'm not a, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh Ed Gein or Jeffrey Dahmer or something. So no. Yeah. Same here. I don't want to yeah. do it for sport, but if I had a very good reason, I could probably do it. Right. Well, Beans, what do you got going on this weekend? Like let's, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, this weekend, probably a lot of hockey. You know, I have two games, both of my teams play games on Friday night back to back. So I have that. Today, uh, tomorrow is Ashley's birthday, though, Bill. We're going out to dinner on Saturday night for her birthday. So, going to go out to a place called Fiora's. It's just like a Italian joint that we like in the town over from us. And uh, Sunday, I have two more games again. So, I don't know, I'll put, hang out with the kids all day Saturday, and then we'll go out for Ashley's birthday. And I have coaching Friday and Sunday. So, Husband and dadding to the max. I love it. All I can do. Maybe we might go to a pumpkin patch or something on Saturday. We'll see. I don't know. Don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> nice little Saturday. <laughs> I might go tomorrow. I have tomorrow off. Yesterday or today and tomorrow I had off work. So it's oh, nice. parent teacher conferences today. And then I just, the kids have tomorrow off school. So I just took it off. So Nice. Was the feedback good? Penelope's feedback was awesome. Jack, eh, not so much. Yeah, they're young. He, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a five-year-old boy. He, yeah. he wants to not sit down at all right <laughs> mostly wants him and his friend mostly want to just throw stuff at people and run around and make fart jokes and hit each other in the balls and stuff like that <laughs> yes they both like to say poop a lot yes we found out today him and his best friend are very very into just saying poop for no reason at the top of their lungs so. <laughs> did you did you tell her he's never gonna grow out of that so i don't know why yeah, he's like <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, you know, it's maybe we we learn to not do it all the time, but we never stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say we had a three hour Snapchat conversation about poop today and we're thirty three, thirty four years old. So. Exactly. <laughs> all right, well Beans, thanks for taking time and joining us again. The high score of the week with hundred and thirty point six two points. AG still has a record this season with one sixty nine, but as Beans said himself nice. this won't be his last time. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Same time. <laughs> see you next week. Yeah. Same time. Thanks, Beans. Uh, tell tell the yeah, kids same time hi. Next week. All right. Tell the kids happy hi. Birthday. Tell yeah, Ashley yeah, happy birthday. Boys. All right, have a good one, boys. Talk to you soon. All right, dude. Love Later, you, man. man. See ya. Great segment as always. As can't always. Be, can't wait to have you back next week. <laughs> next week, we're gonna think of more rapid fire questions for him because 
running out of things to talk about. I know. And Jesus. We got many weeks of it left. Uh, let's move on to peaks and valleys. Jammer, what were your highs and lows of the week? I love it. Love it. Uh, my high was Saturday, which which actually started Friday night after midnight. So technically Saturday after BK's birthday at uh, BK's 40th birthday at Lake Monster. It was a good time. Great time. And he hosted all the beer there. So free beer for us. Uh, at one point in the night, I was like, uh, also, Simes' parents were there in case he was there and stuff. I went back to the table because Simes' parents were telling us stories about them growing up and just hilarious things that happened and whatnot. And I went back to the table and I was like, oh, hey, the, they're not going to hit their minimum. Um, so we, we got to keep drinking. And Kathy Simes goes, looked at me and was like, oh, my God, he's still in the frat. It's <laughs> like, oh, well, yeah, okay. That, I guess that's, that's fair. Um, so that kind of started this high. Oh, that's a little bit of a low, but we worked through it. Anyway, uh, we went to a bar afterwards. They had a great live band. And then um, after that, Jen and I came home. Uh, we made a pizza. We just made a frozen pizza. And then uh, Yell sang karaoke Greatest Showman songs. Um, and, uh, and like our wedding songs and shit. So it was super, that was super awesome. And then that led into Saturday morning. Um, woke up, college football, made some good bets. And then Saturday afternoon, even though the weather was shitty, uh, got to the debut of Big Benny Boomstick. <laughs> He bangs. That was that was great. It was He's... super fun golfing with uh, with you, Howard, and AG. Um, that one time that I, that I hit the the drive, just hit the fucking snot out of it straight down the pike, and everybody everybody noticed it. And the, I mean, the club still rattles like a maraca. So I got to celebrate, and I had a little, you know, had a little music in there. That was great, phenomenal high. It was a mulligan, just, but yeah, it was definitely a mulligan. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a breakfast ball. <laughs> I love that AG was keeping score, and he's like, "Well, Jam won the top nine. And I was like, "Nope, no, 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 no. I didn't count like at least half of my strokes." Strat learned that from you, bud. I loved when on the par three, you yeah. said you got par, and I was like, yeah. "It took you three shots to get out of the sand trap." And you're like, "No, just two. And I'm like, "What about the one you missed?" And you go, "Oh shit, you saw that." It's like a six, and you said three. I loved it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So golf was awesome. It got rained out. That was still funny in itself, but that, I mean, it sucked. But then at that night, we saw Leon Bridges at First Ave. Leon Bridges sings Beyond, our uh, our first dance song at our wedding. So being able to see that in person was pretty fucking amazing because how many people get to see their first dance song live? Um, absolutely loved that moment. It was it was incredible. Um, I, yeah, really so not much to say about it. Is Leon Bridges a guy or a, a guy or a girl? I, I just don't he's know. A guy. guy. He's a guy. He's he's a uh, R and B singer. Um, gotcha. He sings. He plays guitar. He's got a big band behind him. Um, just super cool sound. It just it just was awesome at first half too. Uh, everybody was in the vibe. Roberto was there with his sister, um, so that made it even even better and funnier. Amazing. And then after the concert, we obviously were still like we're all jazzed up. Excuse me. That's um, a good pun. We, we went and met uh, Jack and Ayla at um, Uptown. Uptown VFW. Brian Guido also came out, and then so we just were uh, ripping shots, hanging out at Uptown VFW. We didn't sing, but then all right, then Brian had to bail, and then we just went to Jack and Ayla's new place, uh, and then sang and chatted all night until like four thirty in the morning. It was just like my my ideal twenty four to thirty six hour day. Amazing. I miss Uptown VFW. I haven't been there in fucking years. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
What's a good weekend? Um, low. Low was uh, was also at, uh, at at BK's 40th birthday. Um, so Fabretto put out on the Snapchat chain, "Hey, I got these. I got these." Specifically says size 32 bonobo pants. Um, anybody size 32? So we all we all said our said our thing. I'm like, yeah, I got that. Simon's like, yeah, I got that. I'm not gonna call out Tyler. Um, so I got them all. Fabretto's like, I need you to, to distribute these. And, I, and so I, I took him. I gave Simon, gave Simon's one, and then um, uh, I played in uh, played in him a couple times. And I was like, you know, Simon's, I'm just gonna give these to you. I, they're too snug on me. Um, I don't like them. And Simon's was like, what? Too snug? Thirty two for life, bro? What are you doing? And like, and just so Simon's making fun of me for not being as in shape as I think I am is by far and away my low of the month and possibly year. <laughs> <laughs> just use yeah. it as motivation that's pretty good i don't i don't think i have a high of the week i was trying to think of something i couldn't really think you know what not every week is a fairy tale jammer okay yeah, yeah okay um, them cowboys though yeah cowboys are good it was my grandma's birthday this past tuesday oh I, nice i'll count that i'm glad she's still alive how old is she i don't know 70 something oh all right there we go i forgot to call her so she probably hates me right now. Oh. I texted her. It felt dirty as I was doing it. I just didn't feel like talking yeah. on the phone because it was going to be like a half hour conversation. And yeah, I should probably make up for that. Face grandma, if you want, if you want to call, call us in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my low. Uh, so yeah, we went golfing Saturday. The first five holes were part of my low. And then afterward, I was supposed to play Diablo 2, the resurrected remastered release of the game with AG yeah. and Dempsey all day Saturday night at uh, Alex's house and Jackie brought my laptop out there to me because uh-huh. I didn't bring it with me because I'm irresponsible so she brought it out there with for me and then we sat down and played and I played for like an hour and then I I bailed and went back home with Jackie when she was leaving. <laughs> oh no! Here's the what? thing they're so much better at the game that they just like go off and do everything and so I was like, I was left behind, and I don't want them to stay back and hold my hand, but right. I wasn't having any fun, because they just go kill everything and do everything, and then they're just like, right. here, paste, I got you this. It's like, okay, <laughs> sweet, this will be awesome for the enemies that I don't get to attack, because you guys killed them four minutes ago. And so, yeah, I bailed, but they were both mad at me. Kind, of, I could tell they were mad at me, or disappointed at least. Um, I did get my money back from buying the game, because it was $40, and I played it for like an hour. So I requested a refund the next day from Blizzard and or I think Blizzard whatever BattleNet whatever it is, and they uh, they honored it. So I did get my money back, which I was happy about. Yes, all right, there we go. Hey, that's um, a case of beer. That's a case of a uh, case of beer for next week's <laughs> beer of the week. Yeah, but sorry guys, I felt I felt bad because it was supposed to be like a stay there all night, stay overnight thing. But <laughs> um, sorry guys, that dude, that I mean that does suck. Yeah. Otherwise, but, that, but that's boring as hell. Like, what are you? What are you doing? You're just you're just the guy picking up the rear, which and then everything's already been done for you. So you're just walking through scorched earth, just gloating. That can only be good for so long. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was down in the den of evil for way longer than I needed to be, <laughs> going through all of the loot and like, there's nothing down there. They leave these things on purpose, but I go through them one by one, and I'm like, well, I think I need this minor mana potion. Probably. Yeah. I don't, but, you know, I don't know that, so, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's otherwise... A, that's a tough spot to be, bro. Uh, another low. This one's kind of a downer, but 
I found out I have to have surgery, so that sucks. Um, what? I have to get my ligma removed. So. <laughs> oh no! Is it serious? <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What's your ligma? Ligma balls, bitch! <laughs> Dang it, I thought maybe if I set it up with, like, you know, uh, sadness there for a little bit that you'd fall yeah. for it, but dang it. I was like, wait, 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 wait I thought we are doing so well, are we, now, are we ending on another sad note? I almost had you, we'll try again. <laughs> Alright, um, <laughs> that's Peaks and Valleys, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Jammer does not have any idea what this topic is, I want to give a shout out to Griff for... Uh, responding to the call. Still, you refuse the call. The rest of you, but Griff answered the call. Game of Thrones reference. Sorry. Is that, oh, is that Jon Snow, our boy Johnny? No, it's uh, Little Lady Mormont. But uh, anyway, Griff gave me a handful of uh, Jammer's fastest three min- minutes in podcast segment. Um, I took a screenshot because I'm going to use those going forward. But I picked one for today. So Jammer, you have three minutes. Your time starts now. The topic, your all-time favorite hot tub moments. Oh, wow. It is so hard to pick because you know how much I love a goddamn hot tub. I can already think of the top three. There was one time I flew all the way across the world to be in a hot tub with Tyler Hartson. This is in Fiji in an island that was about the size of a fucking city block. We could have ran around it, but we didn't. We got there. It was the very first night I'm there. Um, And uh, let's see. I'm not jet lagged yet. It was so incredible. Um, and we met this dude who somehow knew this other dude that we went to middle school with. Just an amazing night. We drank the night away. Uh, and then it was in Fiji. So like already better, already the best hot tub anyone's ever been a part of. Then we woke up the next day. Obviously we continued drinking. Uh, and then that night led to us talking shit to a guy that played Australian rugby, like jacked as hell. And then we're just, we're just in college. So like, we're even scrawnier than we were now and possibly fatter. And so he was, this dude was over, was uh, doing something in the bathroom late at night. Um, and we had met him kind of during the day. And I was, I said something to Tyler and then that guy, the guy kind of laughed at me and I was like, Oh, shut up. Look at you. Eyebrow ring. And <laughs> luckily he didn't beat us up or kill us the next day. So I need to, anyway, we're good at that. That was, that's a very good hot tub moment. Um, next hot tub moment, Caitlin hot tub. I mean, there was a song written about it. That was great. That was after, that was one of the most random nights of all time. Uh, like the three of us went to, went to whatever that bar is called now. It's definitely was, used to be the library forever for always library. Then we went to Allie Norgel's hot tub, just drank all night there. That was fucking incredible. Um, I think a mo- another great hot tub moment was actually moving the hot tub from the Fowl's house to Dog Pound because we, we were filled with such hope, such such destiny. Like we really thought this this was gonna bring our house together. Uh, and then I, <laughs> but I mean the house is already together. We didn't need a fucking hot tub to do it. And it turns out we bought the world's biggest paperweight. So that had bees at the end of it. And uh, folliculitis. You know, that's neither here nor there anyway. Uh, but we were filled with so much hope. And then I was like, you know what? I used to be lifeguard. I can do this. I, I got all the chemicals and shit. That was a bad idea. Um, just having, and then we just had everyone we knew over in the in the fucking hot tub. That weekend, we blew it for the entire neighborhood. We blew it for three years, and then just fucking sat there forever. Um, and then I moved into a place that has a hot tub, and then every moment I'm in the hot tub ever since is like a top ten hot tub moment because nobody else goes in this hot tub. Even Jack never used it. Strat used it with me. Uh, Hennessy came over. Obviously, we. 
the, our, our squirrel's abbreviation is HTTB for hot tub. Love the hot tub. Um, I wish it was outside. I've complained to management about this multiple times. Open the fucking window so we can get a little airflow in there. Um, really, and one time Griff was in the hot tub with me and Hennessy after I asked Griff to be my best man. And he passed out uh, after being in the hot tub so long because he thought he could be in a hot tub because his like his skin is better or his, he's Griff said he was better at being in hot water than all of us. And but then but then he passed out and me and Hennessy had to put him in a, in the cold shower that's that's out there. And I know I'm over my time, but Griff, this is a really good question. Proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the folliculitis in Dog Pound's hot tub. That was but. that was not a that was not a top hot tub moment. No, also, I forgot to say one of my. In, in thinking in the hopes and dreams of the hot tub that was the dog pound hot tub, when Tyler made the rules of the hot tub and you were the only one that got to have sex in it, that is that is just all time. <laughs> I remember that. I never came through for him. Sorry, buddy. I came in there, just not with a girl. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was the folliculitis. We all thought it was heinous, but it's just base cum. <laughs> oh, did I tell you that uh, we bought Cowboy Vikings tickets? Yeah, I, I already Venmoed AG for that. Okay. We forgot to ask you before we bought them, but we I bought know. like the that cheapest. Was... <laughs> we bought like the cheapest ones. Unfortunately, they're still like two hundred dollars a piece. No, I know that was the one thing we were supposed to talk about on Saturday that Jackie wanted us to talk about when all three of us were there, and we didn't fucking do it. So, yeah. whoops, whatever. That's gonna be fun though. I'm excited for that game. That'll be a good time. That'll definitely be all of our highs and lows. I'm pretty sure uh, the next week of that podcast because we all took the next day off. Really, no matter what happens, I'm losing a wife and probably a couple friends. <laughs> doesn't really matter which team wins it's just gonna yeah, be, no, be tough <laughs> all right all right dude well i hope to hope, uh, hope to see you soon you too buddy uh thanks everyone see y'all next week